0: This is Miles, and you're listening to Talking with Beauties. What's going on, everybody? It's been a while since we've had an episode dedicated to one sport, but today's the day. Uh, it's weird release dates, Wednesday, yeah, but hey, I wanted to get something out for you guys. So it's specifically only hockey this episode. So just me talking about the past weekend and a few extra days about free agency um, signings. So that opened up on July 1st. A lot of signings on July 1st, July 2nd. Kind of slowed down now. A couple big names still haven't signed yet. A couple big names expected to sign. Uh, We don't know if they'll re-sign with the same team that they played for or new teams. But I take you into each team, uh, who they signed, uh, where they came from, the terms, uh, what I think about it. So hopefully you guys are enjoying this episode and find it uh, informational going into the next season of NHL. So uh, hope you guys enjoy this one. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast, episode 45 of Talking With Beauties. And today I got everything hockey related. So we got a hockey episode, just me talking about the past weekend plus of um nhl signings because free agency opened up on july 1st I'm recording this on july 5th so i'm going to give you guys pretty much what happened over the weekend because that was the biggest signings if anything does happen in the time being or happened on monday tuesday or wednesday i will let you guys know but let's let's uh tell you guys what's going to go on in this episode so in this episode we're going to talk about only the signings for new teams for uh, players going to new teams, so no re-signings, no players going into free agency, then coming back to uh, the team that they had uh, in 2022-2023 season. So um, that's pretty much all we're going to go talk into. Then we got a little bit of trades to talk about uh, at the end of every team's um Uh, player signing. So hopefully, uh, you guys get some information out of this and, uh, it will just be me on the podcast this episode. So I'll go through each team, uh, who they signed the previous team they signed with, how long will they be signing with, with this new team and what is their annual, um, average value for uh, the contract. So, let's get straight into it. So, we'll start off in uh, alphabetical order by uh, city name or state name. So, we'll start off with Anaheim. So, Anaheim, they signed three big players this um, this free agency period so far. Alex Kaloran was the big headline though. Kaloran signing uh, for four years, uh, $6.25 million. Uh, previous team was Tampa Bay. Radko Gudis, big defenseman. He coming from a from Florida, three years, $4 million, And they signed a minor leaguer, Trevor Carrick, from Tampa Bay as well, one year, $775,000. What do I think about these signings? I think that they're good. I expected more, though. A lot of money in Anaheim's pool right now. So maybe they're trying to go after some big names, uh, maybe trying to get some trades in so they could take on those bigger contracts. But I expected more, um, especially with the names coming out. I um, expected a little bit more. Uh, offensively, um, they got some some power though. Goudis being that a uh, pretty much that uh, enforcer kind of role, really solid on the D. Liked him a lot in this playoff run with with the Panthers. I think uh, he's a great signing. Kaloran coming in for four years. I think it's a great job by by uh, Anaheim and and Verbeek. I think bringing him in, uh, experience with the winning experience with um, uh, younger crowds too. So I think uh, having him as a Maybe second-line forward is going to come uh, come up big, especially being that centerman with we don't know what's going to happen with Henrik this upcoming year. Uh, maybe McTavish drops to a, a winger instead or Zegris. So uh, we'll, we'll see what they do with Kalorn And Carrick's been on the team before, second stint with Anaheim. He's really just a minor league defenseman, depth guy, so don't expect too much out of him. But I think Anaheim did well with the three guys they picked up. Uh, I just expected more from them. All right, let's move to Arizona. So Arizona got a lot going on. Alex Kerfoot, Toronto Maple Leafs, he signs for two years, 3.5 million. Jason Zucker from Pittsburgh signs for a year 5.3 million. Uh, Nick Bukestad from Edmonton, two years, 2.1 million. Troy Stetcher, Calgary, one year, $1.1 million. And Alex Galchenkov, uh, Nashville, one year, $775,000. Uh, Arizona did lose a lot of players, uh, but they regained some guys that I think are going to do a great job. Bringing stag back, um, he's not really one of those guys that's going to be like um, scoring every night, but he can score. He could he could drop the mids. Bigger presence there, I think having him at the front of the net is going to be huge. Uh, Alex Kerfoot. Uh, Kind of surprised that, that uh, he went with Arizona. Uh, had a good year in Toronto. Not surprised Toronto was not able to sign him. They're having terrible money issues right now trying to bring guys back with all the guys that need to re-sign. Jason Zucker, I think they overspent on Zucker, $5.3 million for him for only one year. I don't know if it's going to work out. Hopefully it does because Zucker's been pretty solid, pretty consistent with Pittsburgh. Hopefully he can bring that energy to Arizona. Stetcher and Galchenkov, I don't really care too much about those signings, but uh, I think Arizona did a good job bringing guys in, kind of get the team a little bit uh, rejuvenated with some new, new faces in the locker rooms. All right, we'll head to Boston now. So they signed a couple big names. Morgan Geeky from Seattle, two years, $2 million. I really like that signing. Milan Lucci comes back from Calgary, one year, $1. $1.5 Kevin Shattenkirk from Anaheim, one year, $1.05 And James Van Riemsdyk from Philadelphia, one year, $1 million. Really good job on the payroll here. Uh, Shattenkirk not paying over Um Uh, JVR, not paying over. Lucchese maybe a little much, but it's kind of like, I think, a fair roll tour. I don't see Lucchese playing past this year. I think this will be his last year uh, ended in in a Boston uniform. Morgan Geeky, I think two years, two million is a great contract right there for for Boston. Uh, Geeky had a good year with Seattle, good run. Kind of surprised Seattle didn't want to keep him around, uh, but maybe he just wanted to get to uh, a different environment in Boston. So, Boston, great job there. Bringing in some older guys, though, so I don't know if they're still in the win now uh, mentality. But I don't know if these are the guys that are going to get them to that cut final, if um, if that's what they're going for. So we'll we'll see. But uh, I would not be surprised if uh, if this does not get them to the cut finals. Buffalo, they were very quiet. Picked up Connor Clifton, Boston, three years, three point three three million. Eric Johnson from Colorado, one year, three point two five million, and Dustin Tokarski, Pittsburgh, one year, seven hundred and seventy five thousand. Tokarski's just a death to, or a death goaltender. Will probably just be in the minors. Maybe called up if injuries come come in. Uh, Johnson, I think they overpaid with him. Eric Johnson has been good for Colorado, uh, long time um, abs, but I don't know. Three point two is going to be. Um, I think it's overpaying for for Buffalo, but we'll see. Maybe it does work out. Clifton, I think that's a great signing. Three years, three point three million annual. Uh, I think Clifton will definitely uh, bring up some some power in the defenseman for for Buffalo. So I think good signings. Uh, we'll have to see what that Eric Johnson trade or uh, signing will uh, will do for them. Calgary did absolutely nothing. Really picked up one one player from Detroit. One year, nine hundred twenty five K. Jordan Osterley. I don't really care too much about this this pickup. So if it works out, awesome. But they need to do more than just pick up one guy. So we'll see what they do uh, following this uh, free agency and maybe getting some trades and bringing some new faces in because they lost a lot this past offseason. Carolina only picked up Dimitri Orlov from Boston. Two years, $7.75 million. I think this is a really good signing. I like this a lot. Uh, Carolina has been gr- really good job at picking up defensemen, um, especially defensemen that have uh, proven that they could play as a top role. So I think Orlov will be one of those one-two defense linings. If, even if he's a third liner, I think it's be great death for Carolina. Expecting them to do more, though. Um, they lost a couple guys. Expecting them to, to bring the, some more guys in. Uh, there's been rumors about Tarasenko going to Carolina. But that is not official. So we'll still keep our eyes out for that. So Tarasenko may be going to the Hurricanes. We do not know if that is true yet. We don't have any terms. We don't have any follow-up on that. But that is it for Carolina. Just Orloff. Chicago. They only signed Ryan Donato uh, from Seattle. Two years, two million. I don't really mind this. Don't really have too much opinion on this. Made a couple of trades to bring in guys instead. So I don't think Chicago's in the in the ready right now to win, especially just bringing in uh, Connor Bedard, you can't expect him to make playoffs this year. I do not expect him to make playoffs this upcoming year. Uh, very quiet in free agency. Colorado they signed a big contract, Miles Wood from New Jersey coming over for six years, two point five million. Very surprised about that one. The other two uh, signings, Jonathan Drewan from Montreal, one year, eight hundred twenty-five thousand, and Chris Wagner, Boston, one year, seven hundred seventy-five thousand. Um, so other, the other two signings, uh, play low depth guys, fourth liners, minor league contracts, most likely miles. Wood is definitely the headline in this one. I'm very surprised about this. I think Wood was not going to stay in New Jersey. I don't think New Jersey really liked him too much with the last couple of years. He's, he's done there. Uh, he's been injured, hasn't really produced, hasn't been really that muscle guy that they expected him out of expected out of him. But, uh, We'll see what he does in Colorado. I think six years is a long time, but I think 2.5 is definitely bearable for for the abs, and uh, maybe he something sparks in Colorado. New system, new faces. So I'm kind of excited to see what Miles Wood does in Colorado. I think it's a good signing overall by the abs. Columbus did not do any signings. Uh, absolutely zero. Dallas, though, they got the Matt Duchesne sweepstakes. Uh, that was a big name going around after... Nashville bottom out last week. Uh, signed for one year, three million. A lot of people are saying this is gonna be a great pickup for three million. Has been producing, should be a second, if not first liner, depending on where they're gonna put Jamie Ben and uh, Tyler Sagan. So uh we'll see what do where Duchesne is put in the lineup. But I really do expect Duchesne to do really well in Dallas. So we'll have to see what he does this upcoming year. Craig Smith from Washington also signs for one year. 1 million and Sam Steele from Minnesota, one year, $850,000. Detroit got their name out there a lot this these last couple of days. JT Comfort from Colorado signs five years, $5.1 million. Justin Hall from Toronto, three years, $3.4 million. Shane spare from Car- Carolina, one year, $4.125 million. Da- Daniel Sprung from Seattle, one year, $2 million. Alex Lyons from Florida, two years, nine hundred thousand, and James Reimer from San Jose, one year, one point five million. I think all of these signings are very good for Detroit. They've been struggling in the last couple of years. Looked a lot better last year. Really liked how they started off. Ended up not making playoffs. I think this is the kind of team that they need, though. They need those solid defensemen. Gostasper and Hull. Uh, JT Comfort with the offense. Got him for five years. You put him on the, on the line with, with Larkin. I think that's going to work really well. Daniel Sprong's a depth guy. Puts up points. Third, fourth liner. I think he should do great. Then you got the tandem in, in net. Alex Lyons, who really proved himself that he could definitely win in this league uh, with, with Florida. Yeah, he didn't play all of... Uh, The playoffs, but he looked really good in the games he was was given. Uh, James Reimer's been up and down, so we'll see what happens. But you got two years of Lions. You got a year with Reimer. Maybe Reimer proves himself that he could stay in Detroit and be uh, a starter, if not a solid tandem 1-2 with Lions. So We'll see what Detroit does. I really like all these signings. I do not think they overpaid for any of them. Maybe a little bit with Goss Despair, but I think you got to spend that one at, if you're Detroit to get yourself back into the playoff situation. And I think um, uh, Goss Despair was a good pickup. Same with Justin Hall. Edmonton, they only picked up Connor Brown from Washington one year, 4000000 million. Don't really have too much to say about this uh, besides um, get get into playoffs and, and uh. Win more series because you got Connor McDavid and Leon Drysidle. So I don't see Connor Brown doing too much there in Edmonton. Florida, they lost a lot of guys, but they brought a lot back in. Evan Rodriguez from Colorado, four years, three million. Uh, Nikola Mikola, Nico Mikola, excuse me, from the Rangers, three years, 2.5 million. Oliver Ekman Larson from Vancouver, one year, 2.25 million. William Lockwood from the Rangers, two years, 775000 Anthony Stolars from Anaheim, one year, $1 million. Mike Riley from Boston, one year, $1 million. And Dmitry Kulikov, Pittsburgh, one year, $1 million. A, w- a lot of signings. I love the Stolarts pickup. I think him and Anaheim was a great situation. I thought Anaheim was going to try and bring him back. So by the looks of it, Anaheim may have offered him a contract. doesn't seem like he wanted to be there for 1000000 million. You're not really going to it doesn't sound like he really wanted to be in Anaheim anymore. So I think him going to Florida is going to be a great replacement for Lions. I think Storch is actually better than Lions. So I think that's going to work out in the Panthers' favor. OEL did not do very well in Vancouver whatsoever. I think maybe bringing him in a environment where Canada is not going to care about Canada cares way too much about their teams, no matter who it is. So going down to, to uh, Miami um, sunrise, Florida, I think that's going to happen um, it, for a beneficial thing in OEL's uh, career. So maybe give him one year. Maybe he goes somewhere else afterward, but maybe rejuvenates his career. I like the Kulikov pickup as well. Uh, only $1 million, so it's not going to cost you very much. Good depth defenseman. I don't know about the Evan Rodriguez, though. I think four years is a long time. I don't really have too much hype about him. I uh, didn't really think he did all that well in Colorado. Really didn't think he did well in Pittsburgh in, in my books. Yeah, maybe he put out those numbers, but not really exciting for Rodriguez in, um, in my eyes. So we'll see what happens there. And the Mikula pickup, three years, 2.5. Kind of iffy about it. Don't really know too much um, about Mikula, but um, we'll, we'll see if it, if it pans out for the Panthers. But really good job on uh, trying to bring those guys back in uh, that they lost to free agency. Next up, we got the Los Angeles Kings. They brought in Cam Talbot from Ottawa, one year, two million. Andreas Englund from Chicago, two years, one million. David Riddich from Winnipeg, one year, eight hundred and seventy-five thousand. And Trevor Lewis comes back to the team from Calgary, one year, seven hundred and seventy-five thousand. I like the Talbot pickup. I'm a big fan of Cam Talbot um, ever since he's been um, in Edmonton. And once he moved out of there, I've been really excited to to watch Cam Talbot games. I really like him for some reason. Um, so I think bringing him to L.A., there's really no goaltenders in that situation right now. So I think it's wide open. Um, him and David Rittich can win that starting role. I think Ridditch is more of a backup. So I would not be surprised to see Talbot and Ridditch as a 1-2 backup. Maybe Rittich going down on the minors right now in Ontario and having uh, Copley be that backup. But we'll have to see what happens with that those three goaltenders right there, bringing those two from um, Ottawa and Winnipeg. Andreas Englund, uh, just just kind of in pickup. I don't really mind it. $1 million each year, so it's a good pickup. Uh, Trevor Lewis, though, bringing him back from those cup runs from Calgary for absolutely nothing, pretty much. I think it's a good depth guy. Um, I'm happy to see Trevor Lewis back in a Kings uniform. Minnesota, all they picked up was Vinny Leterrier from Boston. Two years, 775000 Not too much to talk about besides... It, it's a depth guy from uh, for uh, for the Minnesota. For Montreal, they only had two minor league deals. Did not mention up because they were not not nothing uh nothing big. Nashville though, they picked up Ryan O'Reilly from Toronto, four years, four point two five million. Luke Shen also from Toronto, three years, two point seven five million, and Gustav Nyquist from Minnesota for two years, three point one eight five million dollars. The Nyquist pickup, I don't really like too much. I'm not a big fan of Nyquist. Don't really see him as one of those guys that should be worth $3.1, $3.2 million. But uh, we'll, we'll see if it works out for Nashville. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly pickup, I think it's a good pickup from, uh, from Toronto. I don't think Toronto is going to be able to afford him for sure with uh, how much money they are uh, pretty much trying to throw around at their big guys with Matthews and Nylander and uh, Marner. But four years, I don't think, is is way too much for O'Reilly. I think this is going to turn out to be a bad contract for sure. I think maybe first year, second year, he's going to be fine. But I think third, fourth year, Nashville might even buy him out. I'm calling it now. They might buy out Ryan O'Reilly because I do not see teams wanting to pick up that contract. So either Nashville is going to have to retain a lot of money and when it comes into that third or fourth year, or they's going to buy out because I do not see O'Reilly lasting four years in Nashville. Luke Shen. Uh, three years, I think that's a lot. I don't really think he's going to last for three years as well. So I think Nashville did not do good with these signings. Good players on, on paper, but I do not think they're going to last for the, the amount of years that they have there. New Jersey did not do much. Picked up Eric Shalgren from Toronto. One year, $775,000. Goaltender. They traded Mackenzie Blackwood uh, before the, the draft, so I would not be surprised to see if Shalgren... Finds his way into that second spot in New Jersey. But I would most likely see him as a uh, depth guy, minor leaguer starter. So uh, we'll have to see what happens with Shalgren. The Islanders picked up zero players. No minor leaguers, no big names whatsoever for the Islanders. The Rangers, though, they did sign a couple guys. Alex Bazile from Montreal, two years, $775,000. Excuse me. Eric Gustafson from Toronto, one year, eight hundred twenty-five thousand. Blake Wheeler from Winnipeg, one year, eight hundred thousand. Nick Bonino Pittsburgh, one year, eight hundred thousand. And Tyler Pitlick from St. Louis, one year, seven hundred eighty-seven thousand. Weird money value contract, never seen that before. But they really did not spend anything. A lot of depth guys, because Blake Wheeler, we don't do not know what he's going to do next year. Nick Bonino's usually been that third or fourth liner on the teams that he's been playing with. Pitlick, nothing, nothing too exciting there. Same with Gustafson, really has not been the same um, the last couple of years. And Bazile does not really excite, really excite me as a, as a great pickup. So I think the Rangers are going to go with the team that they have now, as they really did not lose too much. So I think there's a lot of just depth, depth guys, and uh, they really didn't spend too much. So I think good job overall by by the Rangers. Ottawa only got one big guy they got their goaltender Jonas Corpusalo from Los Angeles spent five uh five years four million and I do not think this is get a good uh, uh, signing I think Corpussol is good. I do not think he'll last five years especially not in Ottawa. Ottawa needs way more than just goaltending there. I thought Cam Talbot did fine uh, maybe not the numbers there but I did not think he had much to help him out. I don't know if Corpusalo is the answer. I think it's an upgrade from Cam Talbot. But I think overall, five years is a long time for a goaltender. I think $4 million is not a bad price tag. But five years is way too long for where Korpisalo is at right now. I do not see him lasting five years in Ottawa. I think he'll either be traded or bought out because I do not see uh, Ottawa helping Corpusalo out and Korpisalo helping Ottawa out. Philadelphia, not too much to talk about. Garneth Hathaway from Boston, two years, two point three seven five million. And Ryan Foling from Pittsburgh, one year, one point four million. Don't really see too much in this. Uh, nothing good, nothing bad. Pittsburgh, Ryan Graves signs from New Jersey, six years, four point five million. Noel Arkea, uh, Toronto, three three years, two million. Lars Ellis from Colorado, two years, two point four five million. And Alex Nadelkovic, uh, from Detroit, one year, one point five million. I really like Nedeljkovic. I didn't think he, they was given a great chance in uh, Detroit. So I think going to Pittsburgh with their goal situation, with Jari always being hurt, I think Nedeljkovic will have a great chance of being maybe a starter, if not given a lot of lot of play time. Lars Eller is definitely just a bottom bottom six guy now. I do not see him being a top six guy in Pittsburgh. Uh, they have to. Really do something special with Ellers to make him that top six guy. Uh, Arkea, I think, will be one of those top six guys. I think three years is a little much, but I do not think the price tag is going to hurt him. So I think it's a good signing overall. And Graves for six years, I was very surprised to see that. Uh, I'm just kind of curious what what's going to happen with that. Uh, kind of 50-50 about the, the signing, but we'll just have to see what happens with Graves in uh, Pittsburgh uniform. So San Jose... Technically, this is a re-signing, but because he played for a, a team last year, uh, did not play for this one. I put it in this one. Mackenzie Blackwood uh, quote-unquote re-signs with San Jose due to the trade, but played with New Jersey last year. Two years, $2.35 million. And, uh, Giovanni Smith from Florida also signs two years, 800000 I think Blackwood signing with with San Jose. is a great job by San Jose. I think this is definitely an upgrade from James Reimer. Uh, Blackwood had a pretty good year last year. Uh, Two years is a good trial run. Uh, You see what he does this year. You see if you want to offer him a contract for the the following year. If not, you let him walk or you trade him. I think Blackwood is in a good situation right now uh, trying to find if he's going to be an NHL starter. And I think San Jose is a good spot for him right now. See what happens there. Seattle did not do very much. Brian Dublin from Pittsburgh, two years, $3.15 million. And Kale Yamamoto, Kale or Yamamoto, excuse me, from Detroit, one year, $1.5 million. I think Yamamoto is actually a good spot um, to have uh, in the lineup. I think he, he'll be uh, pretty good. Dublin, I'm kind of iffy about, but we'll see what happens with, with uh, Seattle. Very quiet, but I think they have a good team right now, a good core team. I think these are good pieces to add on to that. Uh, St. Louis did not do really much, and uh, I only wanted to include this because Malcolm Subban. Everybody knows the Subban brothers. Uh, he signs from Buffalo one year, seven hundred seventy-five thousand. Expect him to only be in the minors. He really did not touch the main, the the top league. Uh, was in uh, Rochester pretty much all year uh, with the Saber organization. Tampa Bay, they bring in Connor Sheary from Washington, three years, two million. They also brought in Luke Glenn Denning from Dallas, two years, 800,000. Josh Archibald uh, from Pittsburgh, two years, 800,000. And Calvin DeHaan from Carolina, one year, 775,000. Uh, don't really excite, not really excited about any of these trade or signing, excuse me. All right, so let's head to Toronto. So they actually did really good signings. They brought in Tyler Bertuzzi from Boston, one year, $5.5 million. John Klingberg, Minnesota, one year, $4.15 million. Ryan Reeves, Minnesota, three years, $1.35 million. And Max Stomey from Dallas, one year, $3 million. I think all these signings are great. I don't know how they spent all this money this year. Um, I think it's you could kind of tell that they only did one years because I think they're going to wait to see what happens with Matthews, Marner, and Nylander. Uh, try and see if they bring all those guys back for, for long-term deals. So I think going one year with these guys, just kind of do like a sample run. Bring them back if one of those guys is not going to come back. Like Bertuzzi, I could see they bring him back. Maybe even Domi. I think Domi might actually be one of those guys that might actually have a really good year this year. Did really well in Dallas. In the regular season and in playoffs was one of those guys that kind of was consistent through both. Um, I, don't, I don't know what Klingberg's going to do. I don't really think it went well in Anaheim. Um, being a Ducks fan, yeah, we watched him a lot. But I think Anaheim expected him to do a lot better coming off that injury and uh, all that fiasco in Dallas. And I don't think he really did all that great in Minnesota for, for my liking too. So uh, I think this is definitely maybe last shot for Klingberg to kind of prove himself that he's worth four point one five Bertuzzi bringing him in. I think it's a good job. I think it's, um, definitely a sample run right now. See what Bertuzzi could do for one year. If, um, if one of those big guys doesn't come back, I could see him being that guy signing a big contract. So we'll have to see what these guys do though. Coming up in the last four teams, we got Vancouver Carson Susi from Seattle signs for three years, 3.25. Um, Ian Cole from Tampa Bay, one year, $3 million. And Theodore Bluger from Vegas, one year, $1.9 million. Don't really excite me with any of these trades or any of these signings. I think Susie's definitely the best signing out of all of these three. But nothing really exciting for me in uh, Vancouver. Vegas signs two minor league deals. Not worth mentioning, though. So we'll move on to Washington, who was signed Max Petriretti from Carolina for one year, $4 million. I think this is overpaying. We haven't seen Pacioretty play pretty much in over two, a year and a half. Uh, Torres Achilles came back for a game or two, tore it again. So I think this is very uh, risky of a signing for Washington. But they might be looking at it as maybe we sign him. Um, we're not looking very good. Maybe we could flip him and get something out of him. I think $4 million is kind of steep. But I kind of see this as a John Klingberg situation with Anaheim. See what happens flip him at the deadline get something worth uh of worth out of him so maybe it does work out in the end for him but overall right now I do not really like this signing for Washington but we'll see how it turns out and lastly we got Winnipeg they only got out and got one big guy Laurent Brassois from Vegas uh one year 1.75 million Brassois before he went to Vegas was at Winnipeg I don't know if he was claimed off of waivers or it was a it was um, a small trade or whatsoever. But Brassois has been in Winnipeg, knows the team, knows the area. I think uh, coming back to Winnipeg, don't really know if it's a good situation. But knowing that Hellebuck is going to be gone and not going to be re-signing with the team. So Braswell might be the one of the, the goaltenders to take over for Hellebuck. As of right now, after what he did in Vegas, I definitely am excited to see him be a starter in Winnipeg, but I don't know. Maybe it was a one-year fluke. Maybe he goes back to being the Bosois that's just kind of just there, uh, being a backup. But um, if we get the Vegas Bosois in Winnipeg, I think it's a very good signing for one year, $1.75 So that will do it for the signings. Um, That is all the teams so far, what they have done in the free agency market. So we got a couple of trades to announce um, from the Wednesday news that was on the 28th, I believe, if I got the day right. Uh, These are all the days from the 29th to today. Uh, Not that much to talk about. Just to uh, think about four or five trades here worth mentioning. Uh, The Islanders and uh, the Blackhawks made a trade. Uh, Blackhawks get Josh Bailey and a 2026 second-round pick. Islanders get future consideration. Um, It's just whatever, future consideration. We can't really uh, rate the trade too much. Edmonton and Detroit. Detroit get Kaler Yamamoto and Clem Costin, and they bought out Yamamoto because he's going to Seattle. And Edmonton gets future, future considerations. So nothing worth talking too much about. Chicago and Tampa Bay. Chicago gets Corey Perry, and Tampa Bay gets 2024 seventh round pick. Having Corey Perry be in a Blackhawk uniform is gonna be super weird. Do not like it whatsoever. So him being on a team that a lot of a lot of fans do not like in the first place, and they also do not like Corey Perry. Whether you're on, unless he's on your team, I. I'm very curious on what happens here. He did sign um, with the team, so he'll be there for another year. But Tampa Bay getting a seventh-round pick out of it, kind of surprising, kind of expected more out of out of Perry. Um, but because of the contract situation, um, at least they got something out of it. Washington and Montreal. So Washington gets uh, Joel Edmondson. Montreal gets a 2024 third and seventh-round pick and will also keep 50% of Edmondson's contract. Great job by Washington, forcing Montreal to keep them some of that money. They kind of got uh, two picks I did not expect. Kind of high, that third-round pick I did not expect them to get. But I think it's a good trade for both sides. Overall, I think I think both teams will be left satisfied. Uh, Jersey and Dallas. Jersey gets Colin Miller. Dallas gets a 2025 fifth-round pick. Nothing too much to talk about this one. I think Colin Miller's kind of been up and down. Uh, A fifth-round pick, I think, is safe for Dallas. Um, Not too bad worth of value. Same for Jersey, not too bad in value. Um, Not giving up too much for um, a new defenseman. We got two more to talk about. Florida and San Jose. San Jose gets Anthony Duclair. Florida gets Steven uh, Lorenz. And a 2025 fifth-round pick. I'm kind of surprised to see Duclair to go to San Jose. I, I don't know who initiated this trade. I don't know if Florida said they needed to get guys off the roster. Or well, I don't know if San Jose went out to Duclair. But I think Duclair did really well. I kind of expected him to stay in Florida. Thought he really earned his money, earned his his stay there. But it's not going to work out um, with him in a Panther uniform. But him going to San Jose, I believe he was there before. Um, I could be wrong about that. But I think it could work out. If San Jose definitely wants to try and get in a better situation with winning, um, I think Duclair is gonna be one of those guys, a top six guy for them, uh, who's gonna put Pucks in the net. And our last trade to talk about, we got Minnesota and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay trades a 2020 gets a 2024 seventh round pick, but they had to trade up Patrick Maroon and Maxim Kaljokov. Um, I know I said that wrong, but uh, minor league guy. Uh, Maroon's 20% of his contract stays in Tampa Bay. But very surprised to see Tampa Bay trade Patrick Maroon. The The Lightning fans seem to love Maroon. He seems to be one of the fan favorites wherever he goes. So I'm very surprised to see him leave. Um, but yet again, Maroon doesn't put up a lot of points. He doesn't do too much. He just has that reputation of the three straight Stanley Cups and uh, being a party animal. So I would not I'm not surprised that Tampa Bay traded him. Uh, besides the fan perspective of, whoa, we traded Patrick Maroon. So, uh, seventh round pick, at least they got something out of it. It does kind of suck they keep 20% of that contract, but uh, it's way better than keeping 50% of that contract. So, uh, Minnesota bringing in another uh, bottom six guy, um, pretty much kind of replacing that Ryan Reeves because Maroon can drop the gloves. So, we'll see what Maroon does in Minnesota. But that'll do it for this episode, guys. Thanks for listening. Hopefully it didn't sound too bad. It was just me on the podcast. Did not have another person talk about it. Wanted to try to get this one out quickly for you guys. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. Uh, Keep your eyes out for that Teresanko signing because there's been rumors about him going to Carolina, but we'll see what happens with him. We don't know for sure where he'll go. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this one, and we'll see you guys later.